Everybody, welcome to the Angel Research Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Stutman, and this is a show where we interview stock market experts, investing gurus, if you will, and we pick their brains to get their insights on the market, uh, strategies, and things of that nature. Today, we have a very special guest, and that is Mr. Brian Hicks, who is the founder and owner of Angel Publishing. And Brian's going to give us some detail today about the investment newsletter business, where he sees the industry going, how he got started. Uh, but before we bring Brian into the conversation, we're going to do a quick disclaimer. Nothing that we say here today is meant to be taken as individual or uh, personalized financial advice. I think as we're probably going to delve into this a little bit deeper in this conversation today, but one of the core philosophies and mission statements at Angel is to is to give you as a as a listener as as an audience member the the insights and the ideas the information that you need to make the best financial decisions for yourself uh, we can't we can't make these decisions for you but we can empower you with the ideas and the information so with all that out of the way Brian welcome to the conversation how are you doing today pretty well thank you so much it's it is I would say it's an honor to have you here uh, Partially because it is, and partially because you uh, you pay my paycheck, so I, I have to be real nice to you. Uh, no, that's not true. Um, I'll, I'll speak my mind here. Uh, I, I think we a good place to start is probably, um, you know, the very beginning from when you first entered the financial publishing industry, and then maybe bring us to where you are today. You know, you started from scratch, and then you have a, you know, multi-million dollar company. Uh, so... You can sure. start from there. Sure. I started in this industry in 1994. Um, I was just getting out of graduate school. I was uh, only six years old. <laughs> right. Um, it seems so long ago. Uh, so it's about, you know, almost 30 years ago I've been in this business. And I started at uh, at probably maybe the biggest financial newsletter uh, company right now, which is Agora. And uh when I started in 94, I, I spent a full year with Bill Bonner learning the, the industry inside and out and how to, and just picking his brain. And for me, it was an epiphany. Coming out of grad school and going into something like, like an Agora, it was an epiphany. Uh, I didn't realize a company like that could actually exist in America, but it did. Um, I spent 10 years um, at Agora learning everything I could about finance, investments, and more importantly, how to actually write and market. And I basically gave myself degrees, bachelor degrees in all those fields. Um, but by the time uh, 2003 ran, uh, uh, came around, I had to become a big fish in a small pond and I was looking for other ways to um, you know, grow. And so that's when I decided to leave Agora and start Angel Publishing. Could you give us some more detail about what the newsletter business was like back then? Because I think it has evolved over time. Maybe you could give us some perspective about how it has changed and maybe how even you personally have helped uh, the, the industry evolve. Sure. Uh, in 94, uh, newsletters were delivered uh, by the mail, by physical mail. Uh, we didn't have really – well, the, the Internet was just starting to, to emerge. And um, uh, so everything was done by mail. And promos were done by mail, direct mail. And in order to get a subscriber, a reader to your service, 
you send them a, a, a direct mail piece, and the, the rule then was you had three seconds of when that person opened the mailbox, took out that letter, saw maybe copy on that envelope, and you had three seconds to convince them to open that, that, that envelope, or they would toss it in the toss it in the, in the trash. Sure. And when you say copy, you're talking about basically the, the framing of a, a specific investment idea in a way that is going to get a reader's attention uh, and kind of, you know, explain to them the importance of whatever that idea is. Right. A core message of what it was. And okay. back then we were considered the, and we still are considered, but we really were considered the alternative media back then. I mean, there was, there was no bot uh, podcasts or blogs or, or anything of that nature. We were still uh, anti-Main Street media, and we offered messages, whether it was about travel, culture, or more importantly, investments, that you would not find anywhere else. You wouldn't find it on Wall Street. You wouldn't find it on the, in the mainstream media. You came to us to find um, uh, unconventional investment ideas. What about the investment newsletter industry or Angel in particular allows you to do that in terms of not being, you know, beholden to to advertisers or anything like that? Is is can you speak maybe to the to what makes investment newsletters unique as opposed to something like the Wall Street Journal? Sure. Um, <clears throat> for one, we are fiercely independent. Okay, we we. We don't have uh, agreements or contracts with mutual funds or, or money managers or, 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 or anything of that nature. We gain readership by the veracity of our ideas, and we can speak our minds, okay? Even people in, on the, in, you know, even journalists on the Wall Street Journal and mainstream, you know, financial publications like Barron's, they really can't speak their minds like we can. We can say things they can't, um, you know, for, for, you know, uh, you know, many factors. Um, um, but a lot, a lot of times the ideas that we present to our readers seem outlandish at the time. And, you know, I like to, I, I like to say that a lot of times we're, we're ahead of the curve and sometimes way too ahead of the curve. Sure. And so that's where, that's what makes us completely different and valuable to the to people who read us okay could you speak a little bit <clears throat> excuse me can you speak a little bit to how a customer should use a financial use newsletter what they can expect from a financial newsletter sure well what they can what they can expect is um unvarnished truth about what that particular editor sees in the markets okay and a good way to, to explain um, our, our bullpen of newsletters is to use an analogy. And the analogy I like to use is, is an NFL football team, okay? The entire team plays football, but each player plays a specific position. You have offense and defense. And on the offensive side, you have the offensive line, you have the quarterback, you have the running backs, you have wide receivers. On the de defensive side, you have the defensive line, you have the linebackers, you have the cornerbacks, you have the safeties. And each of those positions, each of them, has a coach. So, uh, you know, a Tom Brady has a quarterback coach. The offensive line has a has a um, has a uh, offensive line coach. So, even though they're playing the game of football, each player is specialized in their particular field, and that is how you should view. 
angel publishing and our newsletters. We all want to make money in the stock market, but each editor is specialized in their particular field of knowledge. And as a reader, you can pick and choose. You can pick and choose what you you want to to. Uh, you know, it's almost like a menu. Yeah. Like when you go to a restaurant, you're not going to eat the entire menu. You're going to select parts of that menu that that appeal to you. So um, on that topic of of knowledge, I <clears throat> that there's a there was an interview with Peter Lynch back in the '90s. I don't have the exact quote, but Peter is <clears throat> excuse me. He is talking about how people will spend hours researching uh, the best microwave to buy. Uh, they'll, they'll check consumer reports. They'll ask their friends. They want to make sure it, it, with material purchases that they have the, you know, they're making the best purchase possible. But when it comes to stocks, <clears throat> most people don't actually take the time to figure out what they're buying. They kind of just throw their money to a, to a financial advisor. Can you speak to maybe why that is and why people, you know, maybe feel like they can't do that research themselves or why they're not taking the initiative to do it? I think a lot of people are very intimidated by it. I think they're intimidated by, you know, I think they've been fed a line that only the experts on Wall Street or a, you know, a big name money manager can, can actually help them grow their wealth. It's actually, it's not, it's not true. It's not. Um, I consider the financial health of every person to be as vital, as important as your health, your physical health, okay? Um, a person might go to a doctor or a personal trainer to help them um, get healthy, but it's up to that individual person to actually do the legwork. And that's how I see our editors. Our editors, you know, we're experts in our field, but we're here to help you help yourself, okay? Um, we can give you the material. We can give you the information. We can give you advice. Um, but it's up to you as the individual to actually act on it. And, and would you say that part of what you do is or what the company does and what our newsletters are, are for is to kind of simplify that information and to, to make it easier for people to digest? Sure. You have to you have to remember that the professional investment community, and I'm talking about Wall Street stockbrokers, managers, they're very heavy, heavily regulated. I mean, super regulated, and so they there there are things they they can and cannot say. Um, we can pretty much say anything. What about investments? Are there investments that they can or not like? Are they basically motivated to give you a specific kind of investment, or are you going to hear about the same stocks from your financial advisor that you would hear from Angel Publishing, or is there, is there a difference? Yeah, you're definitely going to see, you're definitely going to hear about different stocks from us. A, a big uh, investment firm, usually, w when they pitch you a stock, okay, it's usually because they have in their file a, a huge inventory of that stock. They own that stock, okay? And when they're trying to uh, convince you to buy, you know, let's say, you know, IBM. It's because they have an inventory of IBM stock they want to unload, and they're going to unload it to you, okay? We don't do that. We don't have an inventory of stocks. All we do is we look at, we look at the world, we look at the markets, we look at, uh, we go from up, down, bottom up evaluation of the markets, and we'd like to take a satellite view of, of it and see where are those pockets 
uh, that uh, maybe Wall Street's not looking looking at. We that's you know that's our that, that's what we serve a need that's not being served by Wall Street stocks that they won't touch. Um, it's not because they're bad investments. It's because they can't make you know million millions of dollars in commissions and fees on them because they're not big enough. So what do you say to the the average investor who who isn't thinking too much about individual stocks and they say I'm just going to throw my money into a into an ETF and and be on par with the market? Well, that's a good question, um, and that's a good analogy too. I like to use that analogy as well. You know, um, <clears throat> most golfers, you know, they. Most golfers are trying to beat par. Okay, that's the standard. That's the baseline. Okay, um, <clears throat> and so there's this assumption out there in the stock market that you can't beat the, the the indexes. Well, that's that's bullshit. You can beat the indexes, and 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 really good insightful investors do it all the time. Just like you know a Tiger Woods, Tiger Tiger Woods, or a Phil Mickelson, beat par all the time. Okay, you can beat the markets. And so throwing yourself into an ETF, it's, it's a safety. It's, it's a safety. Yeah, and I, I think we could assume that the people that are pushing that idea that you can't possibly beat the ETF, you can't beat the market, those are probably the people that are motivated to, they want you to buy that ETF because they're benefiting from it in some way. Of course. I mean, it's almost like, it's almost saying, you know, Jason, you follow me. You can't beat the market. You know, just come with me and, and we'll, we'll, you know. We'll play the you know we'll play the market together because there's there's no way you can you, you can beat that well that again that's bullshit but you, you can so beating the market if you're going to do it obviously you're going to need a lot of information a lot of details uh, you know you can't just you know roll the dice you probably are going to uh, actually the market's going to beat you uh, in, in that case so Angel Publishing has a ton of different newsletters um, you guys have newsletters that are covering the tech the tech industry. Uh, connecting Main Street investors with private private uh, pre-IPO investing and Reg A deals. Um, there are newsletters that track FDA decisions so that you could see when biotech stocks are about to move. Uh, you have services that track insider trading, microcap stocks, uh, a huge breadth. Like you were talking about the you know the football team that has you know everyone has a specialized position sure. with a specialized coach. Sure. Um, but let's we're going to focus today on kind of the the more of the bread and butter publications that you have that are completely free of charge that investors can just get, you know, you know, useful insights and, and, and perspectives on the market. Um, and you have three of those letters, uh, Wealth Daily, Energy and Capital and Outsider Club. Can we we're going to we're going to go through each one one at a time. Mm -hmm. And uh, so maybe you could give us a breakdown. Sure. Uh, so we'll start with Wealth, Wealth Daily. Well, Wealth Daily is our it really is our flagship publication. And I don't remember, but we started Wealth Daily either in 2004 or 2005, and it really was, you know, our 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 free daily e-letter to look at the broader markets and just, you know, make sense of what was happening in totality in the markets. Um, we cover everything in that letter. We cover technology. We cover, you know, you know, uh, cryptocurrencies, energy, um, and everything in between. Okay. Around 2005, we, we realized that we um, were doing a disservice by, by inclu including energy in Wealth Daily. We knew energy could be its own standalone free daily e-letter because it was so huge. It, you know, depending on you know, what year it is, energy is the largest sector on the planet. 
Okay, and so in 2004 and 2005, we we were seeing signs that the that oil was about to to um, uh, experience a catastrophic spike in prices on a phenomenon called peak oil, which basically means that the world was running out of uh, easy to get cheap oil. It didn't mean we were running out of oil. It just means we were it was the the next the next generation of oil was going to be harder to get and more expensive to get. And that had ramifications for the entire energy sector. Okay. So if you have, and we were predicting oil was going to go to $150 a barrel in 2008, it did. Okay. So when the price of oil rises that dramatically in in such a short period of time, um, there are peripheral markets that are going to be spun off and there's going to be investment capital going to those markets. And those markets were renewable energy. Okay, so we were one of the first ones to really, really uh, just, you know, um, hang, you know, just hang our hats on renewable energy and really just take it by, you know, take the, the bull by the horns on that. And we started a letter called Green Chip Stocks that was based on that whole premise was that the world was going to be transitioning into renewable energy. And we were the first, we were one of the first ones to get into solar energy, wind energy, geothermal, but that's also, but that's also energy. Yeah, so I think it. I mean, it all makes sense because you know, energy is something that's that you we always need it. It's right. not something like that's. It's not something like, I don't know, maybe certain tech stocks or so, social media company or something that that maybe you know big one big one decade and then kind of fades fades out the other. But energy is always going to be around. So I think it makes sense that you would have a dedicated uh, resource specifically for for energy and everything related to it. Um, well, let's move on to the third. So we had Wealth Daily, we had Energy and Capital, and the third is Outsider Club. Could you give us uh, an idea of what Outsider Club is, is more representative of? Sure. Outsider Club is truly our our pure um, contrarian libertarian letter. Um, it really is a letter that really bucks the trend of the mainstream and of Wall Street, and um, and. Those are the, you know, that, that's the letter where we really, really um, um, uh, outline our really big predictions, uh, macro predictions um, going forward. And that's where, you know, if, if you're looking for, um, you know, ideas that you, you're really never going to hear about anywhere else, um, that's the letter you want to you wanna sign up for because that's where we really make our – you know, are really sort of alarming predictions about where the market's going, where the global economy is going, and where basically society is going. Okay, so you could correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like Outsider Club is more um, of a phil- philosophical letter that, that kind of speaks to the, the free-thinking investor. Uh, energy, and cap- energy and capital is more for, uh, you know, kind of the fuel and lifeblood of the economy, and then Wealth Daily is more of a... Uh, foundational letter that touches all aspects of investing. Yeah, and each letter complements each each letter. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, you should be reading all three and not just one of those letters because they all complement and they all represent what I call the angel way, okay? Um, it's, it's our philosophy of investments, how to invest, and how we see the world, how we see the economy, and how we see society uh, evolving. All right. Uh, we're going to wrap up soon, but uh, one last question for you. Uh, are there, is there anything that uh, 
uh, the audience or members of Angel should be excited about uh, in the future? Or, you know, is there maybe you can reflect a little bit on what you see as the future of uh, our industry and, and how it how it might may grow and improve? I I still say we 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 remain true to our roots and to our foundation, and that is being alternative media, independent thinkers, not beholden to anybody, but having the ability to speak our minds. Um, I'm a free speech absolutist, okay? And some of the things I see being talked about um, on a global elitist scale, on a national government scale, especially in Western nations, scares the hell out of me, okay? And true to form, we are going to help our readers navigate those chaotic waters going forward because I see a lot of, I see a lot of chaos. Right now we're currently in chaos. It's, I call it the age of instability. Um, you know, governments and global leaders are talking about, you know, a cashless society. Uh, central banks around the world are talking about developing and launching their own cryptocurrencies. This has one goal in mind for them, and that is absolute total control of the population. Well, it, it definitely feels like things are way more uncertain today than they've been in a long time. Uh, you know, we just went through a 20-year bull market, and uh, things are definitely a little bit crazy, but that is kind of the, the purpose of, of all of these newsletters and, and angel publishing in general is to, to help people make sense of all of that chaos. So, uh, Brian, thanks for coming in today. Um, everybody else uh, who's watching, uh, check the links below if you want to uh, get, you know, if you want to sign up to Wealth Daily, Energy and Capital, Outsider Club, or any of Angel Publishing's premium newsletters. Um, you know, the, the, the first three that we mentioned are completely free. It's, you know, we, we often say it's the best, uh, the best free investment that you will ever make. And uh, other than that, uh, like the video, subscribe, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Thank you.